Hey, We Gotta Believe listeners, you can find us every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. You know how I get ready for St. Patty's Day? It's all about St. Practice Day because practice makes proper. Proper number 12 Irish whiskey is a rich and smooth blend of golden grain and single malt, aged four years in bourbon barrels. Or try Irish Apple, a delicious blend of Proper's award-winning Irish whiskey with crisp and fresh notes of Irish Apple. Join me for a proper St. Paddy's Day and find yourself some proper number 12 Irish whiskey. Pour the roar. There you go. Live. All right. We are live and the New York Mets are back. We are so back. We let's are so go back. Mets. All right. Let's hug it out. All right, come boys. Come on. Big group. No, 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 no. We're not hugging. We're thrusting. Oh, we're doing the We're throwing the Pete Thongs out. Oh, oh, let's go, man. I love Woo! the thrust. We're I back. fucking, I love the thrust. I love, uh, you know, whether you want to call them the kids or the baby mats, the babies. I love babies and thrusting. Babies and thrusting. Let's go. Uh, man, to say we are back is an understatement because it's not just winning. It's not just a five game winning streak. It's not just being above 500. That's back. It's. The excitement, the comebacks, the ridiculousness, the the clutch home runs, the 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 insanity, the walk offs, like that was. We said it just last episode or two episodes ago. Yeah. How by this point this season, we had like four or five of those moments, and right now we had at that point we had zero. Well, we've got four or five of them. They just all happen to ha- come in a row. <laughs> happened in a weekend. Happened. I think you were at Taylor Swift one night. I had uh, recitals and shit. Uh, I think you were Kyle at some else going on. I was on. at the game on Friday. Yeah, you were at the game. Or so it's like you yeah. couldn't even do the emergency. <laughs> and it's to be honest with you, it doesn't even feel real. Oh, I had food poisoning that night too. The, the, I was going to say, you were pretty quiet even. I, I don't I, know where you were. I, I tweeted out like, Cookie is back. Yeah. He gave him four <laughs> runs yep. in the first and he gave him uh, home runs. I'm like, good to see you back, Cookie. And then uh, I had the kids out of the carnival. It was a carnival cheesesteak. Bad idea. That'll do it. That'll That'll do it. it. It's so good. So good going down. And it was like, it wasn't even coming back up was the issue. It was just, I honestly felt like I was in a fever dream. You know, like your body is just fighting stuff. I was in and out of consciousness. I felt like shit. I felt like like, the Mets the first fucking six weeks of the season. Exactly. Exactly. I basically became the Mets. And then I'm like, wait, did Pete Alonso hit a grand slam at some point to tie this game up? I go, I'm like in and out. I remember Classy coming in the game with the lead. And I'm just like, all right, like, let's fucking go. And then I woke up at like 5 a.m. And I was like, what the fuck Dude, just happened? I, that game, I was like 10 seconds behind on my live stream. You know, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're be on time, ahead, behind. And Pavs texted me like, it would really be great. Like, it would, like the boys really need a walk-off from Pete right now. Something like that. But, I mean, I'm talking as, as the ball hit the bat, my phone received it. And then he sent me an eye emoji. And I was like, wait a minute. Does that mean... And he did it. And then my mom texted me, holy shit. But Lindor had just had such a bad at-bat right before that. that <laughs> we were talking about that. And I was like, dude, you got, like that was a really bad at-bat. Well, that, that was So I, I wrote back to her, like, holy shit is right. That was trash. And she was like, what are you talking about? And then like a second later, boom. So because I was I didn't know, you know, like so I got the I got the 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 uh, the ten second delay on a walk off fucking grand slam or whatever, you know. That was a all time, but yeah, I say uh, all time, but it happened like every fucking game this week. Yeah. Like, like, what was what do you think was the biggest? 
What do you think was the biggest win this week? So, Phil, you were there. I was there. Friday so, what night. was it like? Because I mean, the the react like I saw some videos of the crowd and they were that, going that was, that, that was a three run homer, not a grand slam, right? It was the grand slam. That was a grand slam. Grand slam to tie it up, and then um, Alvarez tie uh, right. Tied it up the, again. The, win, the winning. The winning. I'm all, I, I love it. I'm so mixed up on our on our game tying and game winning home runs. It's like bringing down the Phillies last year. Like, wait, which one was that? That was that the no hitter, or was that the one we had the eight runs in the ninth? I'm gonna do a full recap. So, Cookie put us yes. down five zero hole yes. pretty much immediately. Yes, Alvarez gets us going solo Huge. homer. McNeil single five two. Brett Beatty oppo five three. Yep. Then some stupid shit happens where it's seven three. Not gonna explain uh. how. And it goes walk. No, I think it goes Nemo hit, Lindor walked, McNeil walked, whatever it was. Those three on for Pete. Boom, 7-7. Seven, 9-7, seven, nine, seven, top 9. Some NPC on the Guardians goes two-run homer. Mark Viento single, 9-8. Alvarez single, 9-9. Nine, nine. Nemo single, Lindor single. Bingo, bango, bongo. Yep. I love that recap. New York. I love that uh, that Lindor got in the mix there. I loved Lindor's postgame. Saying uh, like you know, like I'm always I'm always grateful when I'm in the opportunity to like deliver in the big spots. I know I haven't done that much recently, but like thank you guys for sticking by me. Like a little acknowledgement that you know he hasn't been terrible, but he's had his moments. Uh, but like he's still right there, like being very gracious to the crowd. Also, fuck you, Jason Kipnis. Oh, <laughs> suck my fucking dick. That guy backtracked so fast. By the way, he was hurtling faster than I've ever heard anybody. Like, if you're going to say some shit, at least stand by it. Him and uh, Lindor and his wife put him in a body bag real quick. Um, but, I mean... I thought that's against, like, the code of the middle infielders, too. I feel like middle infielders, you got to stick together. Also, he was, like... He was 24. Yeah. He shouldn't have been the fucking leader in that clubhouse. He's a leader in this clubhouse. He led us to multiple wins this weekend. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know, it's it's easy to be a leader in the clubhouse when your team's awesome. It's it's when you know when you show your medal is when you're like, all right, we're under five hundred. We're really you know under delivering this season, and and then all of a sudden you can put something together like that. Um, but you know, Pete's like Pete's going to hit fifty this year. He's leading the league in home runs. MVP. Lindor is is you know he, he might be streaky, but when he's hot, he's hot. We know we're getting there. You hope that Marte kind of puts it together. You hope that McNeil continues to come back. All that, yes, 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 blah blah blah. Nimmo is just fucking a solid player. Facts. The difference is the babies. I mean, the the having just three new actual players in your lineup. Changes everything. It, if if Buck fucking plays them, by the way. it feels great to watch a catcher not thinking, "Damn, maybe he." I don't want him sack bunting here. I know, I know. Yeah. Like, and I'll tell you, out of out of all of them, you know, Vientos has come in just like right away, and Beatty, you know, we've seen the most of, and he's really like probably you know your your everyday player that we've got out of this right now. But the difference in Alvarez is is so tremendous because we we've been saying that he just looks a little. A little nervous, a little bit overpowered, overmatched. And then he goes down and he fucking rakes. So you know he's somewhere in between that quadruple A level. And now he's just like, I want him up there. He's gone from, I mean, he was on, he was up to bat with runners on base more than anybody ever <laughs> to start his career. And he struck out every goddamn time. And now it's the opposite. I mean, he's either starting rallies or finishing them and, and, and keeping it moving. He, to me, is has been the biggest and most pleasant surprise of like, not a surprise because it was all right there, but just a relief. Like, thank God Alvarez can actually play major league ball. And like (laughs) at a high level that to me changes, you know, I wouldn't even get, I I still think the pitching is so 
problematic and we still have such a long way to go. But if it was just like one player or we had a couple guys really play out of their minds for one week, but bringing three new guys in is something that can change your whole fucking season because that's not just a, a band-aid. That's like we now have a whole new look and a whole new swagger about us and everybody gets bumped down a spot. Everyone can relax. Everyone shares the burden. And next thing you know, like that's a that's an offense that's just cooking all year long. I think we've we've all experienced enough baseball seasons <laughs> to know there are different kind of just feels to a year. There's last year was the veteran year. The veterans just carry it, do their thing. Then there's the year where all the babies come up and they do it and they're just building something out of nothing. I'd say like two thousand five was kind of that, and, right? Race and right were yeah. like if they I was always I thought to myself, because we have the babies, baby mats, whatever you want to call them, and I was like, God damn it, this is gonna be like Generation K. It's gonna be like the five aces. Whenever you start naming people, they let you down. I, I guess maybe because it was just only two of them with Wright and Reyes. If they had a third, I think there would have been a name for that era. <laughs> yeah. Because it was just Wright and Reyes, Wright and Reyes, the left side of the infield, whatever. If they had one more guy, I think that middle middle two thousands would have had some dumb catchphrase and boy would that have disappointed as well. Yeah, if Ike Davis was a little younger yeah. and a little better, then yes. we would have been a yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Yep, yep. But it's it's all working out so far. Knock on wood. And I mean, this is the one where you have the young kids, and then you have the veterans that you can rely on. That's and why. that's when the fucking magic. magic. And listen, I promised I would not counsel shame, but this is why you do not counsel in May right. under Steve Cohen. Under the Wilpons, that is fine. Whatever, but I'm telling plus. you right now, the infrastructure's there, and it's getting these guys ready to and play. It's just so early that like. You know, somehow, by the grace of God, we still had 20 wins under our belt when things were shitty. We were, I think, 20 and 23 was probably like our yeah. low watermark. Yeah. And then you rattle off five, six wins, five wins, and, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. Now we're a couple games above, above 500. By the way, the NL sucks. sucks. You know, it, I mean, the Braves obviously are always going to be a problem, but they're not lights out anymore. The Phillies have sucked. Uh, the, I think the Diamondbacks are like one of the best teams in the NL right now. I don't know if they're going to last. And if they do, they're not like some wagon opponent, the Dodgers, the Dodgers, but like you're right there now. You're, I mean, and, and God, if this, if this win streak continues, you know, if you can rattle off a handful of wins or win a few series in a row, like we got used to last year. Things could change so fucking fast. Five. That bailing that early is just silly. Five games behind the Braves. And I only saw that just because I was looking up standings for something else. <laughs> I'm not doing scoreboard watching. I'm no. not doing standings watching. But it's like, oh, after all that, we're five games behind the Braves. The Phillies are not in like the Like, Philadelphia, I, I, I don't even know like how I could even get into Philadelphia Phillies Twitter. They ha- if, if they were like they us, be. they have to be going crazy right now, right? I mean, they must be <laughs> There's a absolutely I know Phil's actually probably like, lurking and trolling. He's probably got a burner that's in, in there. There's a stat Twitter. on Trey Turner. It's pretty interesting. Oh, I love this one. He has uh, more home runs and RBIs in the WBC than he does on the Phillies. Amazing. So. <laughs> Take your WBC second place trophy and all your fucking uh, accolades. Turn them sideways, shine them up real nice, shove them up your fucking ass. The WBC was the worst thing to ever happen to baseball, and I'm happy that Captain America Trey Turner is now feeling the heat of it. Uh, Meanwhile, you look at what Pete did and and what he's doing now. I mean, bro, he is a monster. (laughs) He hits bombs all the fucking time. And I don't know, the juice ball year, I think we talked about this before when a couple episodes ago when I was like, how was he not an MVP candidate that year? And it was because everybody was. But in now that it's like, you know, only the Aaron Judge era really of like straight up (laughs) mashers. I mean, if Pete's going to like flirt with 50 bombs again with the game the way it is now, I don't think I'm even prepared for that. Like he, you know, you get a home run like every other game. 
the way he plays. And That's Steve incredible. Cohen's bank account is like, up. Oh, they start reserving which dollars are going to Pete, right? And the thing about Steve is like, good, I'll yeah, pay absolutely. him. I want to pay I him. Want, yeah. The best thing that can happen to Steve is that Pete proves he's worth $250 million. Yeah. I mean, he just hits bombs. And, and I know, you know, in the beginning of the year, some of them were, a lot of them were coming in losing efforts or in blowouts. But A, you can't control that. And B, the season is so long that eventually they start to come in the ninth inning, in the tenth inning, mm-hmm. when you're down, when you need a run, and it all water finds its level on that kind of shit. Isn't it funny how the the, the home runs mean more and the wins start coming in when the starting pitching is getting yep. through the fucking fourth, What's the, the fifth, and sixth? I think they're eleven and zero when they get six innings. Eleven and zero when they get six innings from the starter is this year's when the Mets score four runs. It was in that from like two thousand. 15 through like 2020 the arrow we had all those pitchers if the Mets offense scored four runs they would have they would have won out of like a 130 win clip (laughs) and that's not you're not asking you know if if I were to tell you that stat about winning about hitting uh scoring six runs it's like of course but six runs is, is a lot to ask when you're asking a team to score four it's very very possible and they should and you're that good that is a telling stat asking starters to go six you know, if, I, if you told me they were 11-0 and when starters go eight, yeah. no fucking kidding. Yeah. Asking these guys to just go six and the offense can do – and the bullpen can do the rest, come on, boys. Not six Find shot out. Not, just, not just a quality six. start even. Just, just six. six. Just get us because, to the because, seventh inning. Yeah, I, I, you, you, just, you just really – you know that it's all one team and they all – one hand washes the other, but you really understand how much – bad starting pitching leads to bad relief pitching real quick. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't – Give us quality starts. At least the bullpen is our, our names that we know and pitchers that are effective. <laughs> but when you're going three and two thirds every day, every day, you know, the, the, all of a sudden it's a bunch of NPCs in the in the bullpen. And then to see Verlander go, I mean, eight innings is yeah. like it's legitimately double what we get on average. Yeah, we got we got two starts in one because of that guy. I mean, it's he could have gone nine. He, he absolutely could have. Absolutely could have. He was. Unbelievable. I I was saying. You know how I get ready for St. Paddy's Day? It's all about St. Practice Day because practice makes proper. Proper number 12 Irish whiskey is a rich and smooth blend of golden grain and single malt, aged four years in bourbon barrels. Or try Irish Apple, a delicious blend of Proper's award-winning Irish whiskey with crisp and fresh notes of Irish Apple. Join me for a proper St. Paddy's Day and find yourself some proper number 12 Irish whiskey. Pour the roar. I almost feel like I need to continue to schedule things. This, for the exact duration of this winning streak, I've had to either travel, work, did shit with the kids, been in situations where I just couldn't watch. I have not really gotten to enjoy a Verlander start. Uh, most of these uh, comeback home runs have been on the phone or in the car. It, it has been a grind for me to enjoy this, but this is like, I hope you all soaked it in yeah. because I hope it continues. But if you spent the last five games fucking Frank the Tank in it, oh, this is just lucky, or like, oh, no, they're not going to get it done this time. Oh, they gave up the lead again. They're, you know, the magic's going to run out. Well, you missed the best fucking week of the season. It's going to be hard to top this. <sighs> 
and I, I'm almost like it's. I was gonna say this like sarcastically, but there will be someone if they like lose to the Cubs on Tuesday night, be like Joel, they can yeah. only beat American League teams. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they oh, the Rays, who are the fucking best team in baseball. Yep. and then I mean the Guardians are struggling too. But the Guardians are, were basically us rolling into that series. Also, right? I mean, uh, you know, yes, they they stink. Yes, our pitching is bad to give up those home runs, but let's just forget about what how you were coming in to the series and who you were outside of the, the, these games. The Guardians were hitting bombs and scoring runs, and they, you know, in that moment, the, the Guardians were were playing very good ball. Whether it's because our pitching sucks or because they just had a little bit of magic for the first time this season. Bottom line is they were scoring runs. They were scoring runs late. They were hitting home runs, and we were able to beat them. Like. I don't care. I don't care what the opponent, who the opponent is, what their record is. The wins are the fucking wins are the fucking wins. I am not going to give away. I'm not going to cry about wins that we should have gotten because it was against a bad team. Because I've seen the bad teams beat us, and that's what made those that like those series losses feel like you lost. You know, instead of losing six games, it felt like you lost twelve games because uh-huh. you're losing to bad teams. Right. So it's like when it's a beat, double. Yeah, yeah, you miss the opportunities to beat the the bad teams while you also lose games. And like, granted, like when you beat take two or three against the Rays, it feels like you took four or five. Yeah. Because it's like they are a f- they are so <laughs> that stupid. team is so stupid. I we don't have to play, do we have to play them nope. again? Okay. Not in the World Series. Not yeah, until the World Series. That's why guy Phil. <laughs> I, I mean, like they, that. They everybody's batting over 300. Everybody's getting hits. They're scoring like seven runs a night. It's so I like, get to really enjoy the race where I'm like, beat up on that team. Like, it's like you have a bully. Like, go beat up on the Yankees right now. Go beat up on the Braves. Go beat up on someone else. Oh, Doyle rules great. type shit. Yeah, Just exactly. sick them on there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny. We looked at that stretch that was like Cincinnati and uh, Washington, Washington Colorado, and Colorado. Colorado. And, and we were like, here we go. And that we, you know, we stumbled out of the gate. You, then, did, you no, you called it. Well, you? I mean, yeah. I call. I, I always know that it's not going to go well. But most people were getting excited, uh, and then to to start to bounce back and start things with the Rays being the, you know, baseballs. That's baseball, Susan. Yep. Um, now we need to keep it rolling because we know June becomes absolutely disastrous. But I will say, pitching. Pitching aside, yeah. I'm back to like we can hang with anybody. Yes. That lineup yeah. can now hang with anybody again. Mm-hmm. We get to the, we're back to the point where you can go batter for batter. We can we can roll with anybody. The pitching still remains to be a big problem, but goddamn that the infusion of Alvarez, Beatty, and Vientos is it worked. Like it, you know, it, it worked temporarily. I, I have said many times before on the show, like how come our guys don't just step up and do it, and they're doing it. Yeah. And I almost feel like it was – I want to give credit to Vientos. I know Beatty, Beatty was like already doing his thing and already had been up. But Vientos came in and did it immediately. First game. And I don't know whether that is pressure on Alvarez or just uh, the opposite. Maybe it, it, it loosens him up. But all of a sudden he starts contributing too. Mm-hmm. And it goes from like, oh, one to two to three guys are now are now uh, performing and playing. Um and listen, I know that there are all sorts of stats and splits and seasons long and all that shit. I'm going to pull my goddamn hair out with the way Buck is not playing these guys. <laughs> I mean, Alvarez being a catcher is going to need days off. I understand that. Not playing Vientos and not playing Beatty mm-hmm. in the middle of like their hot streaks and their walk-offs and their game-tying hits and home runs is asinine. It's, it's quite a pickle that I find Mets fans in right now, too. Because I think a lot, and like granted, there was DeSotos out there, but all, we had all these guys traded last year. 
Truth, I mean, totally. get rid of Vientos, get rid of Baby. Totally, like, oh, yeah. we need to go for it now. The window's closing, yada, yeah. yada, yada. And like, hey, if you do that for Soto, you do it for Soto. He's like younger than all these guys. Uh, yeah. Right? But um, other than that, it's like, oh, crazy you get these he, rental bats. He like is, right? I mean, he's yeah. like, it's crazy. It's stupid. Yeah. It's, and they're... Padres fans are wearing bags on their heads right now. If you want to look how the other bad, fan bases uh, are doing, they're like two games out of last place, pretty much. Yeah, they're they're five games below five hundred. Yeah, uh, same uh, run differential as the Royals right now, bro. I just I, like I said this. I almost made I made this video once and I deleted it. I said it about the the Phoenix Suns. There are certain franchises mm-hmm. that just will never win a title, and the Suns are on that list of like the Phoenix. Suns, whether it's the Phoenix part or the Suns part, <laughs> you're just never going to be there in the end. And uh, I said about the, the Kings, I think the Kings won like the very first championship when the NBA was formed. Other than that, like the Sacramento Kings are never getting back to the to the title in, in, in the NBA. And in the world of baseball, there are certain teams like I think the Padres are just like you're never going to win. And the sports gods are just working against you. And if, cause if they can't do it with this yep. and this money in this lineup now, the, like it, you know, people always say like, who are you to talk shit? And it's like, yeah, my teams haven't, but they don't have a team and live in a city that basically precludes them from winning. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There are just certain places. It's like not going to work, man. Never going to happen. Uh, so if it's not happening now, that would be great. We need, we need Soto to want to move on. And you know, it'd be great if they you know, fall apart and yeah. trading at the deadline. Like, you got to be sellers. <laughs> they want out. We want out. You never know. Uh, would you still would you still make the move? For Soto? I, I don't even know what he's doing. Let's say, let's say, like, this is the thing now. Soto or Otani, let's say you can have him. I, I, it goes back to Otani's going to be a free agent, so it almost feels silly. Where Soto, you're still thinking. Well, what if, what if you? Um, I'm giving you a sign and trade. Like you can get him and you lock him up. So I have to give away all the babies. Babies and and you, but you get Soto. For, uh, you get him for like a ten year deal. Phil, you tell me if I should do this. This someone that I don't even know what Soto's doing right now. If he's bouncing back. Oh, uh, well, Soto's OPS up like eight eighty, so he's still like pretty he's good. Like he's only going to get better. Well, like, and what about Otani? Otani's Otani's. No, no. I mean, would you do it for Otani? Oh, <laughs> you still you would still rather the the the. I'm I'm it's, I'm, it's nothing, and I I know the hype. The whole reason for the hypothetical, but there's this guy that keeps blocking me, and his name is Steve Cohen, and he's going to put down the money necessary, so I don't right. have to do it. You're you right. know, you're right. It's like yeah, I just I'm wonder like like, that. like if 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 Otani somehow was available, and it's like all these West Coast teams are going to be in the mix, but what if it was like you, you got him and you have this exclusive chance to offer him like $700 million right yeah. now and just take him away, you know? I mean, anyway, that's all hypothetical. It doesn't matter now. The baby Mets are... like mellow all over again. I was like, going to say, yeah. it feels like a yeah, mellow thing. The only thing I'll say is just like, Mello was a nice player. We're not comparing the talents here. We're Come on. Saying you like, know, like, <laughs> we're talking about two... <laughs> But this all is, time. If, I think when it's all said and done, the two people from this generation is going to be Otani and, and Soto. We're this, never, never going to see a player like Otani again. No right. one's going to be allowed yeah, to right. and hit. But, but even, and, and, and Soto, you know, there's very few guys who come up when they're like 20 or 19 or whatever he was and just mash right away. It was like the pools of the world and that are just awesome. So, you know, it, 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 those are two guys that if you could somehow pull these off, I think I still would. But... Man, it's nice to have three, at least threats right now. Like, I don't, you know, where Vientos is going to end up, right? Yeah. But right now, it's not an automatic out. It's <laughs> not a major league bats. That's all yeah. we were looking for. We're not, it's not a season. guy who with who's with dry eyes. It's not a guy who mm-hmm. you know is an automatic out. It's not a guy who's who's old and breaking down. It's just young, 
competitive, athletic fucking guys. And you got like again, I know it's such like a knucklehead fan thing to say. You got to you can't tell me that like these guys coming into the clubhouse doesn't give a little boost of energy, right? Again, it's, like, it's always real life. It's like, you know, take Barstool for example when when the guys move from Chicago and we just have like this new fresh clean slate here in New York and people are going to physically move into different offices and studios and there's going to be a different air about the place it's going to be different Yep. and you hope it's good it could, sometimes that could be bad sometimes that could be good but it's going to be different so don't tell me that it didn't do anything you know Yeah. also even little things like who knows about like when it comes to like busting balls right what if like what if Pete and and Lindor still have like this thing, and every now and then it's like they're talking shit to each other, and it gets a little you too mean McNeil real. Lindor, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Yeah, Pete. Yeah, yeah. McNeil Lindor. Like, did he ever buy him that fucking car no, yet? By the way, yeah, see that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, what if, yeah, so what if there. like you're in the locker room prior to all this? Pete's uh, McNeil's like, you know, where's that car? And Lindor's like, yeah, 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 I'll get that to you. And let's just say there's some friction and it's a little awkward. Keep hitting singles, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now all of a sudden, there's three new guys. They're all rookies. And they're all kind of like, they got the target on their back. They're making fun of those guys instead. And in a, in a good way. And it just it just changes things. It just becomes a whole different team when you've got three guys who are like 20 years old in the mix. And, and it's all like, you know... That I almost think there's got to be times where someone like Lindor is like, I know I got the money, and yeah, like I'm I'm in the middle of my I'm I'm in my prime, but like fuck baseball, like (laughs) this sport, these fans, this city, ugh. But then you see Alvarez hit a home run in in a big spot, and you're like, this is why I love baseball. You see Vientos hit a home run in his first game, and the whole all the veterans are like, this is what it's about, you know. And maybe that's like idealistic, and who knows? I'm I'm just these are, I'm making this is fan fiction right now, but some of that stuff has to be. Happening. And then you win, which is the most important totally. thing. And then you win because of it, and then it really just is is like it's self fulfilling prophecy. And the it, momentum it fuels man. the engine. Did you see that video of? Um, it's it's uh, Beatty on Escobar's back and they're singing Backstreet Boys. I yeah. want that. Like, like that's just and that's supposed to be two guys that are going to have friction with each other, right? That are like uh, you know competing for a job. And it's like, nope, they're cool with each I'm other. I'm telling you, they need that shit. Sometimes. Unsung hero is Escobar. Oh yeah, of, because of just the way he's like handling this and letting Beatty like thrive and shine and still every now and then producing and, and contributing. Like that goes a long way. There's if a you, reason if, why he's one of the most liked players in the league, right? And there's a reason why they dra- they signed him and said, "Listen, we're going to it's a two year deal. We're probably going to have Beatty up at some point, but he'll probably take the demotion like a veteran." We would. started the, and that's the, exactly the, the process doing. a little bit earlier than we than you would have yeah. liked, or we all would have liked. But you know, again, if it was a real life situation, let's say on Boys with Escobar, and Beatty comes up and steals his job and is playing better than him and all that, and I'm like an Escobar guy. And if, if Escobar was an asshole about that, you almost feel like you can't be happy for Beatty because yeah, yeah. you got to rep for the veteran and you got to be like, you know, let's, let's, I'm on, I'm on his team, but he's like, no, I'm good guys. Like we're good. I'm you smiling for him. Happy for him. You probably called for him to get the call up. That's what I mean. Yeah. And like, like, are you looking for relief, relaxation, or to party on the motherfucking moon? Then check out 3Chi's new True Strains lineup of cannabis vapes and gummies tailored for specific effects. And the best part? It's delivered straight to your door. Visit 3Chi.com. That's 3Chi.com. And for a limited time, get 20% off with the code BARSTOOL20. You would hope that there's a lot of people out there who would not be that professional. A lot of people out there who would be mad about that would cause a stink that puts a, you know, a pressure on the manager. There's a rift in the clubhouse. Which side are you on? And instead, 
We're all a team. Everybody's did, happy. I don't. Did you guys see that thing Big Ben said the other? It's a great little bit different situation. But he said like last year he was kind of rooting against Kenny Pickett at first. Sure. Because if he comes out and everyone forgets about Big Ben, yeah. And he's like, I've learned to respect you over time. He said on his podcast to his fucking face, yeah. which I actually kind of respect. Um, but it's like that's natural. Like if someone just came into Barstool and is like, Hey, Kevin, he comes in and he just fucking does his thing and he it, it, it's like, like yeah, it's good man. for the team. Yeah, it's like uh, when. Uh, uh, Landon Donovan got left off the, oh, yeah, the yeah, soccer yeah, team, yeah. and I was like, he was like, you know, it's all I'm all about the team. Like, no, you're not. You're sitting at home rooting for them to lose because you're you don't want to be that for guy. Algeria, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. World Cup. totally. <laughs> I, I, I think that they've handled, uh, you know, to be honest, you don't know how it would have sh- shooken, shaken out, but the way they've handled the call ups has worked. You know, yeah. we probably should have done it earlier, but if maybe if you went too early, it wouldn't have been good. If you brought them all up at the same exact time or multiples at the same time, maybe that would have been weird. They kind of ended up doing it because in, in some ways because of desperation in other ways because of necessity. But it it's worked because they were like, this guy is hitting eight million right now in Syracuse. Like you have to. We like, don't have any option yeah, here. For yeah. Mark Good, Mark Vientos broke the minor league home run record, like four hundred forty something. That was the reason. Man, why. Mark Gooden is just collecting yeah. fucking bodies every yeah. single day. Man, he's scalping them out there, it. dude, for sure. Everybody's crazy. falling for Mark Gooden shit. Um, and this is the other thing about it. So obviously the babies, obviously the starting pitching. Can we decide, by the way? Is it are we, is the babies? I know. I think that's what Lindor said. They call them Did the babies. I have a shirt I, that I was, was calling the, the kids, the kids of Queens, the kids of Queens. I like, I like the I like kids. I like the kids better. The babies is a little too infantilizing. You know what yeah, I mean? Like the word. Yankees just did with the baby bombers too. So yeah, I don't, I don't like when people say core. I'm like, hey, that's core four. Yeah, they yeah. kind of the kids. That word, I hate to say. I it, think it's the kids. Yeah, the kids. The kids are up and they're playing and they're fucking young and excited and like they're the kids. They're not babies. They're still still. They're grown men, but the kids. The motherfuckers, right? Yeah, come on. They can wipe their own ass, basically. The cool Frankenstein (laughs) from Big Daddy. wipe my own ass. (laughs) All right, so yeah, the kids. Let's go. So the kids, big part, starting pitching. And this is another thing I realized this weekend that I had forgotten about. Hitting home runs is so much fucking fun. Hitting home runs, I'm going to say it, bold take, is more fun than not hitting home runs. (laughs) Remind me of this next time. I am making my argument that, you know, sustained rallies and base hits <laughs> and small ball are more entertaining. Now, don't, I mean, last year the Mets did it in such a way where it really was almost more fun. But if you're not going to get the magic that you had for 162 games in 2022, then hit home runs. <laughs> hit because you know what? Bombs. Those games, I mean, at least like three of those times, we, we handed a, a lead right back. And if like you can't string together that many hits in a game. So if you like, oh, we tied the game, but you hand it right back, and you got to score two more runs, you're probably not going to get four more hits in a walk. You probably need to do it quick. Yep. You know what I mean? And they're just such a game changer. I think I said this on on KFC Radio. I don't think I said it here, but I was trying to really think about. I think I was debating in my own head for no reason, as I do. <laughs> what's like the most What's the most exciting thing in sports? And what's the reason why a low-scoring game, like a low-scoring sport, can be more exciting than a high-scoring sport, right? And I was thinking to myself, when you're watching a basketball game, the old adage of like, all you got to do is watch the last two minutes, minutes, it's annoying, but it's true. Because in the first 
second and third quarter, every single basket is just like a single basket. So nothing that happens during those possessions can be that important. Yep, can win the game. In baseball, you're going to score on average, let's say, five runs, right? If you're a good team, four, in that range, right? Mm -hmm. So hitting a home run, one run out of, like, you know, your average of four or five is 20, 25% of your output of that game. It would be the equivalent of, like, and, and that can happen in the very first pitch of the game. You know what I mean? Yep. It would be the equivalent of a basketball team having, like, a 30-point shot. Like, if in the first, you know, because right off the tip, you're like, whatever, we score a basket, it's only two points. If someone could chuck one from half court and you automatically have 25 it's points. Rock and jock rules it would, Yeah, <laughs> it would be like hitting a home run early or hitting a, 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 you know, a two or three run home run like changes the game exponentially. And if you have a defender that can just lock out the other team from scoring like then you can with the pitcher, done. Boom. So like, I know it's a low scoring game and it's slow paced and there's a million reasons why kids don't enjoy it and this generation has problems with it. But if you think about it like that, any given pitch, one guy with one swing can do up to 20% of your out, uh, your damage. And if there's runners on base, 50%, 70%. Like, that's what a grand slam is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. It would be like scoring 100 points <laughs> with a single ball. It's there's, like, only, there's only been three game time grand slams in Mets history. Wow. And someone tweeted it out like Honestly, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Any, any any offensive stats? Like <laughs> yeah, when, when we all, is when, already like the all time leader in home runs, RBIs. That, up to that season, before when Beltron was our leading leader with forty one home runs, yeah. and him and Hundley the only forty run home run guys. Like I mean, there are some gloomy, grim stats uh, on Mets uh, offensive history, but um, but yeah, I mean the Grand Slam, the, and oh. the stuff you just said is the reason why, like for I don't know. 1260 days us Americans like soccer is so boring nothing mm. happens and then we're in the World Cup we're like every uh, fucking minute matters right because every possession Cause matters every that. time yeah. you're on that half of the field you're like excited and that's why I mean every single pitch could be see you later that's why when a guy like Pete is is hitting at the rate he's hitting at it's like you're getting the excitement once every other game with him That the first the first home run that's towering one What that was a three run home run with the Rays? Yeah. Yeah. That was a three-run bomb, right? That was the, that was the one that I think uh, – that was the walk-off, right? Yeah, that was the one where my mom and, and Pabs had like predicted it before me. It was like the Cardinals one. That was insane. Yeah, yep, that, that was that, the Cardinals one. It was like a fucking movie. It was so high and so gone. Like the Marte one and the P one that was opposite field, it's always the, the Gary Cohen like back at the track. You don't know. But the goners, the ones that were just bombs and you knew it off the bat. Oh, Come everywhere. It was great. The, the the one game that had Gary in the booth like this, yeah, yeah. Lindor, Pete thrusting. It was like everybody was primal that game. It was insane. There was a lot. Yeah, there was some horniness. We're horny for baseball right now. That's just uh, I'm horny on me, bro. I am horny and flushing. <laughs> it's thank God. I'm going to pop yeah. the can open right now. Pete has been bringing the Blue Mountains back into our souls right here. Our core is lights. Everything is just so much better. We can just chill out, hit yep. bombs, get some starting pitching. And the bullpen just does what they do when they're not getting stretched. You know, just absolutely taxi. You're talking fourth inning guys, fifth inning guys. Just Ugh. go out. Chill fourth out, inning guy relax. makes me want to puke. Who's going to pitch the fourth? The starter. That's who. <laughs> the uh, I also keep on waiting for what I have dubbed the Diaz game, where it's like, oh, we came yeah, back yeah, we thought that and we the took the lead, and then we're going to give it back, and we seem to, you know, Robertson or whoever seem to keep getting through it. 
Uh, there will come a day where it's like, man, Robertson should have been the eighth and not the ninth, and that'll happen. But the fact that we've gotten the fact that we've gone this far, and while it certainly hasn't been uh, good, the fact that the bullpen has not been the reason why we're dead is shocking to me because I really thought it was going to be a domino effect. And thank God. Now, it also sometimes makes me think about the value of that contract and all that. You know, <laughs> I'm totally okay with it. But for all the people out there who were saying spending that much money on a closer is crazy, and I was telling them, you're nuts. The peace of mind alone is worth that. This is obviously the argument. Their argument is, you know, is valid when you see what's going on here. The way that, like, the bullpen has been good without him. But, uh, you know, again, this the season is long. different, though. This franchise oh, is different. A, yeah. This you, fan you base is different. To, you need to exercise the demons. We've been haunted with the yes. ninth inning like no other fucking team. Totally. I'm sorry. There's totally. no spreadsheet that can measure mental health. Like. None. Yeah, 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 for real. That, the, the you know, hiding in the kitchen is is a sickness. Looper, Benitez, like, you want oh. me to say the names and we're all just going to be you know, going through an entire case of JJ Putz. Light. Like, no thank you. Also, uh. just a game like last night, two hours, five minutes, both starters going eight innings. Oh, beautiful. Like, I will say, have you guys been to many games this year? I think I've been to two. I've been to like four or five. The, uh, like, I've heard just a few people being like, it's too short when you're there. Oh, like you usually go, you almost out, have a yeah. your night, your whole nights at the ballpark, yeah. your whole afternoons at the ballpark. I'm gonna wait online for my favorite food. I'm gonna wait for some merch, and you end up missing like three innings. Yep. <laughs> Which, but at home, it's unparalleled, dude. When a two-hour, five-minute game, game, it's the best. The when absolute. you go to the game, you have to go there to watch the game. You yeah, you like, can't be there for anything else. You have, you have it used to be you could do a little bit of both. You have to get your food before the game, go to the bathroom before the game. All yeah. those nine innings, sit your ass. But down. that's how it yeah. should be. We're just not used to it. It's yeah. like nobody goes to a basketball arena to like hang out. You go to fucking watch the game. Exactly. We're all adjusting. But when yeah. you're out, you're, 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 you're at home. You're at, you're getting your happy hours. The, the only thing, light. the only thing worth waiting online. Your Coors Light. Yeah, Coors Light. I got, and I do have a Coors Light in the fridge in case that Robertson Diaz game ever comes. It's just sitting there. It's, it's like break, purple mountains. Break glass in case break, of emergency. In case of emergency. <laughs> so, like I, we were saying before, you've been on the road all the time. I had two. I had three plays from two different kids: a dance recital, Mother's Day, had a night out with the, with a friend, and <sighs> then had birth, had dueling birthdays, like multiple Mother's Days. Every single time, serving up the Coors Lights because everything's going to be fine with my beautiful Blue Mountains. Cold water, cold filtered, literally made it chill. I'm not reading even reading off the phone right now because I have that burned in my brain in ice cold Coors Light things. However, I'm going to read this part because I know this part is important and they tell you not to mess it up. <laughs> Pair your plans with an ice cold Coors Light, the beer that's keeping New York chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash belief. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Rate, rate this. Let's do a little... Uh, bronze silver gold if you will um blue mountains the kids your actual kids <laughs> blue mountains one because they help pay the bills and the kids can't be fed fact uh then the mets kids because the i am in such a better mood right now because i was gonna say it, and it, then they actually my kids, my kids are usually a drain on my mental health yep uh the mets can at least potentially when they're good be a bonus to my mental health yeah you know when my kids are good it just brings me up to like to, that's what i mean. level <laughs> right 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 the mets the mets and kids can both bring your mental health way down the kids can only 
like break even on the mental health where the Mets can go through the fucking roof with the mental health. I mean, we're all feeling a thousand percent better than we did at this time. Like it's, it's I'm like, oh, is it the spring? Is it the weather? No, no, no. That's been around for weeks now. Yeah. It's I, just a team of a bunch of strangers in Queens are winning a kids game are, are, more are, than they were a week earlier. Touching a, a, a plate on a ground more often. And that's what matters. Sick, I really tried my hardest. I mean, when I when I wept like a baby and had like truly emotional hurt after the after the 22 Mets lost, I was like, I think I really need to check myself and my relation with sports. My relationship to baseball is genuinely unhealthy. And I really tried to be, still be diehard, but like, let's be reasonable. And this winning, the difference I'm feeling, it's like, nope, I'm still, yep. I'm still sick of that. Because I, I was not like banging my head against the wall, but I on the inside, I was like dying and I didn't realize it. It was the last... The first five weeks were, like, so terrible. And the last week has been so good. And you know what the fucked up thing is? It's not even, like, the Mets couldn't even plan this, but it's just a way that, like, the the circle of life in baseball works. Like, it's because you're going to have the kids. And it's, like, the young guys that you always totally. you always love a little more and they come from your system. How many times? Always. It's, like, if Lindor had come up through the Mets system, he wouldn't mm-hmm. have had all that shit. But it was the fact he was a high-priced free agent. They traded, or, you know, they traded for him. They gave him the deal. And he had to deal with all the shit. Meanwhile... Viento says what he's like six at bat so far, and we're putting we're crowning him, him. You know, we had multiple Nick Plummer shirts on yep. deck ready yep. for sale. If he had just one more home run, yep. and it's just so crazy how like coming from the minors versus coming from a trade or, or signing as a free agent, and that's how they get their hook to you because it's if it was the same as last year, you'd still be back in. But now this is like a, a new, new version team. of it. They laced it it's with new, fucking kids. Yeah, yeah, they really did. Like last year was like. Oh wow, you know, Marte and Canna and like, oh, these guys are better than I thought. Now, did you win? Yeah? Wait, who'd you beat? Spoiler, spoiler, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. Don't tell me you're talking to me. I forgot we're live. Um Um the the last year's team was like a uh like a new surprise. It was it was and and, and I was fine to run it back because like we I wanted it to be good again, you know, but um, this is like now there's a whole new chunk of your lineup to root like to see how they're going to develop. Like we, we're watching Alvarez struggle and then succeed and we're seeing is Vientos just going to be like run with it from the jump and watching how Beatty and, and Escobar interact. Those are all storylines that mm-hmm. are like amazing, you know, so uh, it's it really is to me like a tale of two different teams. The problem is. That pitching, man. There's only so many times you can have your momentum rolling and give the opposing team four runs in the first inning, three runs in the first inning, two runs in the first inning, one run. They give up a first inning run every fucking even game. Even Thir- 13 it. straight yeah. games, I think it was. Yeah. 13 straight games they let the opposing team score in the first run? No, no. The first, first run of the game, not the first inning. Oh, okay. I was like, no way. They were trailing first. First. Always. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But I think they're like... The first Four, inning was a, a lot of crazy. They're stats, like fourteen right? and two when they score first. Sounds like right. a great stat. They realize we played like fifty games. I mean, it, it, it is yeah, right, right. That that needs to be, uh, yeah. Th- those those sort of stats over time can. I I just you know, you can't do that. There's only a finite amount of those games. Yeah. Like to me, it's like you get probably six or seven. Hopefully, like walk off game tying, game winning sort of moments. The twenty two Mets had like twelve or fifteen. Like yep. you know, you're either gonna have a shitty year or a good year on that. 
But if you get five of them in a week, like there's only so many more to play with. You know what I mean? So I feel like that is uh, the pitching has to step up in some way. You asked this question to the group chat, and I want to hear both your thoughts. How are we feeling every five days when Max is on the mound right now? Because he's oh. like he, he, he yesterday he delivered, but I know the velocity was down for a little bit, and uh, I think Tim Healy was like, "Is he saving himself?" Because it's a doubleheader, he's trying to extend the length because the bullpen's not getting. Taxed. How many did he end up going? Six innings. They said he had a callus in his. Uh, I did. I did. Open. Yeah, yeah and those are painful. I, I think he said the callus exploded too. Yeah. Ugh. I mean that that I know baseball is like such a joke, but. You can't pitch with a cow. It's like yeah. your your brain and your body is just telling you like to stop rubbing that spot, man. Uh, I do think there has been enough extenuating circumstances with Max coming off of an injury, coming off of a suspension, uh, callus, all this shit where it's like he still hasn't settled in totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it while, like Jake though where you're like, is he hurt right I, now? It was that on – it felt that way yesterday. Yeah. I'll say that. Where, yeah. like, where you worried with, with the velocity? Not so much with velocity, just like seeing him like grimace walking off yeah. the ground. You're like, oh, that's God. why he, dude, he's got to learn to pitch and not power. You know, yeah. I I say it a million times, but watching Pedro in 05 mold his game and and reshape his game, like painting and rather than overpowering, was like more impressive. Watching the El Duques and the Bartolos like throw junk and off speed, and and obviously Max is never going to do that, but a little more of that might might behoove him because he ain't just going to go out there and max Scherzer it anymore. Verlander had a good quote last night. It's like he didn't hunt strikeouts because one, he knew the lineup doesn't strike out. And two, he needed to go eight innings. Right. And right. Right. More more eight innings. I mean, yeah. when you know you have, it's like, I it's gotta like, I need to fly a unicorn game. today. Like, but he fucking did it. Like the, did it. to deliver like that is gangster. He's like, I know if I go six innings, 12 K zero runs, we'll probably end up losing this game. Somehow. So true. So. Isn't that so stupid though? It's like, I mean, if you, if, if you are really on a level where you can just do that, decide whether you want to strike out or pitch mm-hmm. to contact, then pitch to contact. You're yeah. always going to go deeper in the game. You're always going to eat more innings. Like It's just better. Mm-hmm. If and you I, need to strike out in the moment, mm-hmm. situation is fine. Not all strikeouts are created equal. That's the thing. Right. If you need, yeah. you know, if it's man on third, less than one out, or less than oh, out strike him out. I, I got to get this guy out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's, you know, nobody on starting the inning, let him hit it. Let him put the ball out of the ball. I'm telling you to. And this is like this might be my little fan fiction that I'm coming up with to like telling everything's gonna be all right. I feel like Scherzer is still so fucking rattled and angry about the pitch clock. Like I guarantee Mrs. Scherzer every night. She's like, Oh god, he's here we go, here we go. He's like, the fucking pitch clock story. The fucking thing. I, I hope that Mrs. Scherzer around the house makes him do things in like twenty second increments. You know what I mean? Like like get the kids ready for like get them in the car and on the clock. Would you Let's yeah, go. would you I wouldn't put it past him actually setting that like getting that all like, I've gotta I've gotta like brush my teeth in twenty seconds. I gotta take a shower in twenty seconds. I gotta yep. make my sandwich in twenty the seconds. The clocks are Everything. all twenty seconds faster, you know <laughs> He's that fucking crazy he's a sick man. son of a bitch. I, I think he's had again I I really have not been watching like as as he's had since like his bad starts, he's had two two good ones. Yeah, two good ones versus the Nats. So he, he had like the Padres start that was good. Mm-hmm. Then no, he had garbage starts. No, half a Dodgers start was good. Right. Yeah. Then he got ejected. And then he got ejected. But then, then there was one or two like super shitty starts. It was the Tiger, the Tiger start. start in the shitty so day. It was just his the first one game really bad one. Yeah. And then, like he had so like really a couple is not bad that starts bad. early in the yeah he's, no he's if you look that's at how the much game the narrative log, can really, be. yeah exactly yeah, the narrative and and watching him and seeing some of the laboring is like ooh but then you look at it it's like all right one bad start one bad inning an ejection a suspension 
a, a blister. But we're right back, you know, where we're at. Meanwhile, Verlander's ERA is still like four, but you know he's doing it in a way now where we're like feeling. I feel like he saved the him. season every time. He's right, like, right, right. I almost right. want to apologize. Be like Justin, listen. Everything you thought you're going to be number two in the rotation or one A, whatever Buck would tell him, you're going to start opening day at home, and everything's going to be a hundred win team. This fucking offense is going to take care of you whenever you have a rough outing. Sorry, and it's like bro. no, instead you are our fucking savior I'm right now. Just to settle in <laughs> yeah. and just chill, man. He's fucking too old to have to be I the horse right now. I know, but that's what he is, dude. He is. And, and I think that's what he likes being. And I will be forever, and I'm already forever indebted to that guy. I've said that a million times as well. Anybody who was on the Tigers, who was on the Angels, who was on the Indians in the mid yeah. and early 2000s, anybody who beat up on the Yankees, I'm like, I love you for life. Now you get to do it for me potentially. If he is, if he is like the horse who does stretch the the, the bullpen every time, every time he goes out there, gives a seven and eight. I will. Oh my god. Forget about Kate Upton, the things that I'll do for JV. <laughs> I was like, what can we do for Kate Upton? Get her back on that side. She what, yeah, that whatever you want, house. man. I'll take you and your girl. We'll like make it happen because, God, you get are a savior. Tickets. That's the one thing I think you'll have to do. You get <laughs> God. <laughs> so we have the Cubs coming up next, um, which, again, this off day on Monday was beautiful. Even that, that rain out on Saturday, so then the bullpen got an extra day of rest. Buck had the full artillery. Uh, I, I, we got an Adovito game in, which is good. He gave yeah. us the fucking scares and everything like that. And if Marte starts getting hot, by the way, then that changes that, everything. Uh, well, that's, you know, that changes if, everything. If, everything. I kept thinking like, we need Marte and McNeil to be like what they were last year, and you start to see a little bit of that. And then you mix in that and that in with the kids. All of a sudden, you have like seven or eight guys who are fucking. This is the lineup we thought we were getting. Yes. You know, when Alvarez came up in the beginning of the year, we're like yes. if he is the guy, and now it's like everyone else is back to being the guy. Yep. Um. So the Cubs, and I know Bellinger just went on the IL, so he's out. Which um, Osmer got DFA'd. Did he really? Yep. Holy yeah. shit! shit. Um, Wait. So it's Cubs. How does it go? Cubs and Rockies. Rockies. Cubs, Rockies, Rockies, and then the against Ugly. Trip. I think it goes Philly, Philly, Jays. Philly Jays. So and Philly's important, over. but if they keep playing like shit, it's I'd, not I'd rather play the good teams because we get up for those games. That is true. It is backwards. I was actually I thought St. Louis were playing the Cardinals earlier. We don't play them till uh, June sixteenth because they're starting to get hot now. How are the Jays? Like, the Jays. I mean, this got swept by the Orioles, but like they're still like they're above five hundred. But last again, this is why like you know you look around the league at other teams getting swept or losing and you're not jumping off the bridge about them. You're not canceling their season. Why do you do it for your team? Yeah. It's wild, man. Um, The um, what, so now that we like have these three guys in the mix, like what is your ideal perfect lineup that you want to see Buck do every day and stop fucking around? I don't even know. It is a little bit hard with, you know, the positions and I keep it like Nemo, Lindor, McNeil, Pete, Beatty at the five. I want Alvarez bumped up to six, and then Viento seven, and then you could split either Canna and Marte in eight and nine to create like double lead double off. lead off. Yeah. Honestly, triple lead off at that point. I was gonna say yeah because like if if you if Marte starts playing well and you can have him in your eight or nine hole, that's fucking insane. <laughs> and I know you can we can talk about double lead off, and I I know that's a thing, but it's also like it's a luxury to be able to put a guy if he's playing that well. That far down in the lineup, you're talking about a silly lineup. Yeah. A silly one. He'd hit third on like our 2019 right. team. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I still think if he's playing, like, if he's playing at his highest level of last year, I still think he's one of the more valuable players on the team, even over like the kids. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, saw when he got hurt. Yeah. So I, I wonder if, like, let's say this. Let's say, let's play a hypothetical. 
you you can't change your lineup again this year. So are you banking on Vientos doing this every time, or do you think he's going to you know ebb and flow? So in that case, would you want veterans higher? Would that still be your lineup if you had to lock in the whole year? I mean, it's hard to drop down from seven. That's the thing. Like I'm already putting. Yeah, well, right, right. But I'm saying like you would still like I still feel like I have faith. I have more faith in in Marte getting back to where he was consistently than relying on like Vientos to be hitting bombs right. and 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 even Alvarez or Beatty. Like I still feel like I would want the the Marte higher in the lineup like last year just because if it does get back to what it was and you have those the, the kids at the back end that's where the magic is. and then it's like you know then you really can can stack things because man when Marte was cooking in like the duel oh that was so sick and we all know if Yentos will have like an adjustment period the way like Beatty had that's what Alvarez I mean yeah and how long would that last where yeah you know like I, it took like a month for Alvarez to say like guy you know what I gotta start hitting with the bases loaded and stuff like that like, right. Vientos has had like his Obi Toppin. Like he's had a couple nice dunks, but it's like, all right, now that's like now we got to see you can do it like every day, day, and then any warts if he's out in the field. If there's a, I do not want him out. Yeah, for real. Brett Beatty's actually really good at third base. Keep him there. Yeah, yeah, he can he can play. And Alvarez has been like you said defensively one of the best. He has to watch out with those fucking backswings though. They one of them is going to knock him out. Like literally figuratively, he's right there. Cam Gallagher last night. Sure to be assault. Yeah, the. The um, the uh, when it comes to the kids, I feel like uh, Buck has got to at least acknowledge a little bit of like the, some some more of the and maybe he did this I didn't see some of the logic behind not playing them sometimes even if it's like I'm talking directly to the fans. Mm. Here's why because it's it's infuriating. It drives and and there might be a perfect baseball reason. It might just be load management, and this is what the analytics say or whatever, but just some sort of like, hey, guys, I know you might expect him to be in the lineup after this home run, but trust us, we have these reasons why. Like, Just to let, let it be known that he knows we're all like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, God – that Has he said anything? Crazy. Like I haven't seen anything. It's but, very you know. like it's quotes, but like a tons of words that really just don't. All say gibberish. Anything. I would yeah. rather imagine. Well, you know, it's like it's like when your kids are like, "Why do we have to do this?" And it's like because because I said you do. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but even but even if Buck said that, like because I'm smart and you're not, and like this is what I think is best for the long run. Uh, maybe I wanted Vientos to sit the next day to like. To just soak it all in, and I don't know whatever your fucking reason is. Boy, I was getting his duck sucked till three in the morning, so I need to get him the day off. <laughs> He's very Who tired. Knows, man? Honestly, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe, maybe Vientos came and said, "Fuck, I'm fucking hungover today." Sorry, Skip. <laughs> Who fucking knows? But God, that that can absolutely drive me nuts. And by the way, <clears throat> Buck didn't say anything about the WBC. That was a Mark Gooden thing. Like, yep. For fucking the fucking morons. people who are losing their minds about that, yeah. he got people with that. And then he got them with another one, didn't he? He got uh, someone that's signing with ESPN. And, uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he got. got, he got I will say, if Buck does say that the WBC ruined things, I would agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, go ahead and say it, Buck. It I ruined have the your Phillies. That, that would be a great line. Well, you saw uh, what it did to the Phillies. It killed Trey Turner. <laughs> they gave him that boy $100 so million did Emmanuel, a year. Emmanuel Clark. But it really is uh, all of this is to say it comes out to the pitching. I feel like like somebody you're going to need Senga to be the 12 strikeout Senga. Yep. Uh, you're going to need Max to be the good Max. You're going to need uh, Verlander to be the good version that we've seen. 
And uh, I'm all but done with the rest of them. <laughs> like, cookie, cookie, see you later. Oh, yeah. Fuck McGill, McGill, McGill stepped up. Fine. McGill I'm, stepped I'm up. fine with uh, Peterson and, and uh, Cookie, I'm done. And Peterson, uh, international, uh, whatever league player of the week in Triple A. Oh, hey. Yeah, eight go. innings, there no runs. 20, 24 Peterson, I'm going to buy stock on right now. I'm not buying 2020. I don't even want to see this. Oh, guy 24. Okay. 23. Yeah, yeah. 24 Peterson, I'll buy my stock on. Um, but. And this guy Vassal, right? Vassal. He's looking. Way. He's looking like the numbers all look sexy right now. Like even yeah. like the strikeout to walk ratio, the caper. Some nine, of those, uh, some of those bullpen bad. arms too. Bailey starting to like get on, get in the rotation. Not the rotation. The the, the mix as far as your your pen. When he's that that little scoop he did the other day. Oh yeah. Oh, and was, then he and he pointed as he kind of kept running through. That was great. He pitched in both games with a doubleheader too. So. Gangster, gangster. <laughs> I just looked it up too. The Cubs are one and seven in their last eight, so they're coming in struggling right now. Yep. I mean, in. we're going to Chicago. So yeah. By bro, the way, fifth and Matt, we have Chicago. our we have our watch party. This watch party when Rico was on like a week and a half ago. We're like we may have to throw the NLCS on yep. the screen because I don't know if we're going to want to watch the we're Mets. Back, well, baby. Basically, come out to the watch party. It's at Fifth and Mad. Uh, Hubs was I've never I've never been there. Hub says he loves the fucking bar. Great TVs, great food, just like great overall um, bar. It's going to be uh, 7:40 is the Mets game. We'll be there a little early. We'll tweet it out on all the accounts. It's a dozen weeks, so we're going to try to get any of the fools that are in. I'm going to try to get Eddie out there. Obviously, Chicago guy. Clemmer said he's in. Um, Castellani said Castellani's he's in. definitely in. Castellani, the biggest Mets. Fan. As soon as the Mets won yesterday, back. it's hottest team in baseball. Back. Let's go. <laughs> World Series back on. We got Love Sang it. on the bump, so uh, we have like someone who hopefully can go six innings and just get us the automatic win. Um, Coors Lights <laughs> will be flowing, and we'll have, you know, usually there's some kind of merch. We got to get those fucking visors. We got to get more of those oh. Coors Lights visors. Hell yeah. Boy, the, Hell the floral yeah. pattern. So that's going to be the, We're going to try to make some kids merch i gotta i want to get an mvp yep. mvp shirt i want i don't know how to make a thrusting shirt but that fucking step one hit bomb oh, step two, two. like fuck. Year was, year was, <laughs> well, it really is we need a fuck thrusting. bomb shirt i mean yeah. that's really what it is but uh as long as they're exciting happy i'm happy as long as they're coming back i'm happy just need to keep this shit rolling and to everybody who consults this is this is why you learned your lesson because you know what even if like we 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 falter back down there'll probably be another hot run you go up and down you do this all all season long because that's how fucking baseball works so everybody who jumped off early suck a dick to everybody who stayed on board gotta believe gotta believe